Honestly, you just need to try to be a little more likable. Melanie stared in awe at the two beautiful women seated on her bed, whom she took half the credit of creating. Both were of dark complexion and as thin as they could be. Neither had taken after her physically, but both had her inborn stubborn streak. Because of this, they had to be put in their places. Now, look, I think I'm still the mama here, and I say that this has got to stop. No more trying to match me up with every little old man who crosses you all's paths. Isabella, the far more verbal one, started to say something. Shh, Melanie emphasized, cutting her off. Isabella is getting married in a month, and then I will have the house to myself. I don't want another husband, and I certainly don't need a babysitter. She narrowed her eyes, their silence very conspicuous. Where are Timothy and Nelson? she asked, referring to her future son-in-law and her new son-in-law. Lillian's gaze dropped to the floor. She's guilty of something. Isabella glanced at her sister and then spouted the words. They're downstairs talking to Dr. Turner. Why isn't he gone yet? I don't want him here. Well, um, Lillian stammered. He seems to have gotten the idea that you liked him too and that you came upstairs to get into something more comfortable. So now it would be fine with you too if I just jumped into bed with wrinkles? I know I raised you better than that. Melanie could feel herself turning redder by the minute and glared at the girls. Her daughters obviously sensed that she was on the verge of blowing, so they scrambled out the door with mumbled promises. She slammed her bedroom door behind them for emphasis and fell onto her bed. They have truly lost their minds. Her daughters meant well. Melanie had raised them all alone after their father died when they were younger. During the past few years, she really hadn't had the chance to miss male companionship. There were several male customers who came into the coffee shop on a regular basis, and they filled any void for conversation she might have had. As for the other void... She'd been taking care of that herself for years and didn't think that it was any reason to get all wrapped up with someone anyway. On the other hand, she was glad they were thinking of her. She raised such caring girls, but they were also busybodies. On the other hand, she hoped they would start to mind their own business because they were sorely trying her last nerve with their misplaced matchmaking attempts. Melanie awoke the next morning, achy from her restless night. That old leecher really put a damper on my night. The girls couldn't have known how bad he was, or else they wouldn't have endorsed him. But I'm not going to worry about it anymore. I have the feeling this is going to be a good day. She swung her legs over the side of the bed and tried to get her body to align with her already alert mind. Her deceased husband, Sam, had often told her that she was the most backwards person he'd ever met, since most other people had to get their brains to catch up with their bodies in the mornings. As she gathered her strength and willed movement into her limbs, 
She listened to the usual autumn morning sounds around her. The school buses roared as they started and stopped to pick up their rambunctious charges. An occasional shout from the children in protest to something another had said. Melanie also heard the sounds below her of the kitchen cabinets opening and closing as Isabella prepared for her day of classes. Melanie imagined that she could even hear Izzy's sweet words to Timothy, since all she did lately was drill him over and over again with their wedding plans. That, and foist her mama off on the first takers. She remembered what it was like to have been young and in love, and wanting everyone around to also be in love the same way. She tried to find the patience that Timothy seemed to have an endless supply with Izzy, but found that she was still a little irked over last night.